0: Hi, my name is Krithi,
1: And my name is David, and this is Conversations Recorded.
0: Where we pick a different topic each episode and just talk.
1: Well, good morning. Hey. You'll never guess what happened. This- uh, it's kind of relevant to what I was hoping we'd talk about today. There was like an incredible lightning storm and it woke me up in the middle of the night. There was this flash of white light and I was like, I dreaming? Like I couldn't figure out what was going on. Then it just kept happening and happening. It was so loud that I was like, you know what? I'm going to go check it out, but it wasn't really raining. It was almost like heat lightning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I went out and it's like, was lightly raining and there was just lighting up the entire sky. It was instead of just like lightning striking down, it was going sideways and everywhere. So then I kind of did something stupid and I followed it on my bike and went to a bridge, made sure other taller things were around me, and then uh, watched it some more for like an hour and then biked back. And when I came back, uh, lightning struck so close to my house that it like scared me like from the inside. It blew up a power thing, like probably a generator or a transformer or something, maybe even a condensing unit from a, um, a cooling system so it, it made this like uh, smoke ring that just lit up uh, that just like ascended um, kind of like like aliens were invading or something it was just really really cool <laughs> just a crazy morning and i just just wrapped up so with all that i was thinking it'd be the perfect segue for talking about nature and the outdoors and i think that's the topic we could go over part of the reason i also brought it up in addition to the lightning storm which you might've heard the thunder, Um, was because a lot of people are spending time outdoors now under the COVID pandemic, you know, people can't be in maybe a concert or indoor sport arenas. And so people are resorting to things that they still can do, which is things more solo outdoors, which includes things like hiking, backpacking, going out on the water or whatever it is that's outdoors and i feel like that's more and more popular even you could say before all of it became what am i trying to say let me start over so pretty much outdoors is more popular now because of covid and i think it would be a good topic to discuss as a result so what what are your thoughts on like do you have friends where were previously not outdoorsy becoming outdoorsy or what's kind of been your perception of all this
0: not really i mean people in colorado are pretty outdoorsy in general so i haven't really noticed a difference especially since the only time that you really can be outdoorsy outdoorsy that doesn't involve winter sports is in the summer
1: right right so of course geography and weather limiting that sort of thing depending on where you live but were you ever an outdoorsy person do you consider yourself an outdoorsy person
0: Um, It depends on the activity.
1: Like, what activities would you consider that you like outdoors?
0: I like hiking. Um, I'll go for walks. I don't know. I might get into winter sports this time. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I think for me, I've been pretty outdoorsy. I'm a hiker, semi-new, novice backpacker. I tried surfing. Um, I'm definitely a skier. Not so much a snowboarder because I broke my collarbone snowboarding on my third time, I think, snowboarding ever. Mountain biking's fun, but don't do it often, ever, just if someone has it and they bite me kind of thing. But I think just being outside, whether it's an activity-based or just kind of like going for a walk, as you mentioned, around the block is is really therapeutic. And I don't know. I just think it's a really, really important thing that we as human beings, you know, have a certain connection to the outdoors. And it's kind of hard to tap into that when a lot of our time in recent days is being spent inside and we can maybe use that as an opportunity to try to spend it more outside. Do you, are you the type of person that would prefer to eat outside? Like if you were saying, if you went to like a dining place and they're like, hey, would you wanna sit outside or sit inside and say the weather was like decent for outside, like what would you prefer?
0: It depends on the setup. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah.
1: Gotcha. What sort of factors contribute?
0: Well, just like, is it comfortable seating outside? Is it windy? Like just different factors. Um, I'm not opposed to sitting outside, but it really just, it depends on the situation.
1: What would you say, uh, is your view or your connection with nature right now?
0: Um, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever had, that strong of a connection with nature mm-hmm. it it's just like it's not that deep for me gotcha it's not this spiritual thing for me it's nice but and obviously i notice a difference like everyone else does when i'm around nature yeah i wouldn't say i have this deep personal connection to it
1: um so then what makes what makes hiking uh, fun for you
0: I think just the athletic aspect of it and the view at the top, um, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. being in Colorado and you're already at a high altitude and going up even higher, you can really do you can see some cool stuff.
1: For sure. Um, when you were in Davis, um, like you always have like your study spots in college, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, did you ever have an outdoor study spot or were most of them indoors?
0: Most of them were indoors.
1: I mean, they kind of all are. You know, and when you're outside, like for me, I actually I loved studying outside, even though it was kind of a rarity and a little bit of a hassle, because then you have to deal with sunlight and noise and crowds. But like ideally for me, it would be like an outdoor work area that's shaded um, that doesn't impede, you know, with my computer screen or reading ability on paper with the sun. I don't know. I've always tried to find like secret spots on campus or downtown. I always went to cloud forest cafe for outdoor internet mm-hmm. uh, in downtown. And then by the, uh, across from rock hall, there was like the, that area where you can go to the second floor and kind of study outside on the balcony thing. Yeah. So there were like spots that I would always try to find because I found myself getting sick building s- syndrome, which is like if you stay inside for too long and you're not getting fresh ventilation or actual outside air mm-hmm. that, you know, it takes a, has an impact on your body your overall comfort and psychology i guess yeah so would you say that like maybe being outdoors helps on a psychological level or is it more just the athletics athleticism that uh you tend to notice most
0: i don't know i feel good after doing it but i don't know if it's the outdoorsy aspect or just the fact that i feel like i've accomplished something i see What about you? You're making me answer all these questions. You're not answering any of them.
1: Uh, Which ones (laughs) do you want me to ask or answer?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All of them. I'm sure no one wants to know just what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I'm just trying to get the conversation, I don't know, recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. So I do like outside. I think I I talked about it. I'm more outdoorsy than I think, Mm -hmm. maybe most people, um, than the average person but not like super outdoorsy where I'm doing like two week backpacking trips. I can do like a weekend. I, I love national parks. Um, I think outdoors keeps my brain healthy. And you mentioned um, brain and body and spirit, but you mentioned like how people have like this connection with nature and you're just like, ah, that's not really there for you. I wouldn't say mine's like super divine myself, but I would say, It does bring me a lot of peace and tranquility when it comes to a state of mind and appreciation and perspective, meaning if you were to go on top of that long hike um, and get to a view that you mentioned in Colorado, whatever I'm dealing with, maybe at something at work or something in my life or whatever, whatever problem that I'm trying to fix or address and solve looks a lot smaller and feels a lot smaller because I have that elevated perspective and awareness of like man these trees have been a long been here for a long time way longer than anyone here you know Mm -hmm. so that kind of thing and appreciating the um intricacy and how everything's kind of connected at a tree level to the forest it's just like you think about all these things and it's kind of overwhelming but if you just focus on one it kind of really helps me I don't know what other questions were at was I asking (laughs)
0: uh do you prefer prefer outdoor seating versus indoor seating
1: i think i do because i just think it's fun to be outside um and eating food i'm I'm kind of like i'm the type of person when i i don't like to eat alone and so i typically like to eat outside like even here there's like i have a really small backyard and we have just like a small table and uh two chairs and so I go out in the morning and have breakfast there instead of eating it near the kitchen, just because, you know, the morning there's that crispness to the air. The day is just starting and I feel like I'm actually a part of it, part of the day rather than being closed off from it. And then when I go home, weather permitting, um, I'd prefer to eat outside as well. But I think it's just my overall preference is to be outdoors. And it's, it's just a challenge to, or it's a balance between being outdoors and indoors for a long period of time uh, for anything is too much. So if I'm indoors for too long, I'd like to be outdoors. If I'm outdoors for too long, I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to wrap this up. So it's just a, a weird balance. I try to find.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, but do you have any favorite national parks or any national parks you visited?
0: Not really. I don't think that I've spent, a lot of time in national parks that didn't involve going to like a specific mountain or something.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to Yosemite for the first time in my life, um, like about a week or so. Um, And I'm excited, but they have like a weird thing with COVID about like a lottery system and you have to like listen to this training and fill out these forms. It's kind of a lot, honestly, they're trying to just deter people from going.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I sense. can see why. Yeah.
1: Um I don't I don't I don't know. I hear it's really crowded all the time, so I think this is probably a good thing. Um so it'll be kind of nice to have it less crowded and I think it's great that this the United States has preserved as much nature as they could, you know, during Roosevelt times. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just, the reason I say, like, I bring up national parks is there was this, uh, quote that stuck with me when I was in in Zion, which has my favorite hike in the world, which is the narrows where you're going up this river upstream. And it's just about maybe knee level, depending on where you're going. Um, and if you go at the right time and you're just in a canyon where it's like the Empire State Buildings on both sides of you the whole time, and you're just in awe, um, Dangerous for flash floods, but really amazing hike. Um, and on the way back, you have to take like a shuttle to get up and down. There's a quote that I think it says something along the lines of nature is uh, not a privilege. It's like a necessity for the human spirit or something. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But it is, nature is, of course, a privilege in order to access it and get to it, I would argue. But It's just kind of like, you know, it's inherent in our design that we need to be at least connected to nature in some sense, whether it's appreciating the water resources, um, the water cycle, uh, the ocean. We always like to be close to water. Cities and civilization flock towards water. It's just an interesting concept to think about. And that's kind of what's been on my mind. Are you going to try... Skiing and snowboarding this season, if that happens?
0: I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what the situation is like. Because in Colorado, the COVID, at least as far as we know, started with um, cases at Aspen. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Which makes sense, because it's always the ski towns that are going to get a lot of tourists during Mm -hmm. the winter, so
1: yeah that would make sense it'll be interesting for sure i mean it's ironic how you know i've noticed that people have been going outdoors more and people who aren't normally outdoorsy people have been going out and like all of the uh like outdoor sport retail stores are like selling out of stuff because people are like, oh, I need backpacking shoes or backpacking gear or uh, cycling this and tenting, camping that, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and they aren't getting shipments from China, for example, because maybe the supply chain is disrupted, but they'll still get it. It's just like messed up for now. And it's just interesting to see how there's this, I wouldn't say scramble, but like a huge demand now for outdoor activities um, that I think wasn't, fully there before but there was definitely a a high demand of interest but now i think more people are entering that market which is just interesting to observe from this pandemic
0: yeah Yeah. we haven't i haven't really noticed that here but colorado is also insanely hot right now so yeah
1: do you ever take like phone calls on a walk
0: um i don't have people calling me that often so. Or like
1: you decide to call somebody and you're like, I'm going to instead just sit down and talk. No. I'm going to actually go for a walk.
0: No, huh. no. It's also, there are like spotty areas here where it's just mm. harder to get service. So gotcha. it's yeah. not necessarily feasible all the time.
1: One thing I've been trying to do is like, I don't know if I'm inspired to do this or just trying to, but like after work, you know, I've been inside all day and then I would cook dinner and then stay inside some more um, to try to get outside once a day for longer than 30 minutes. And so Mm -hmm. my go to has been a quick drive to somewhere and go for a nice walk or hike if I can. I find it almost therapeutic, but and also just kind of kind of nice. And I'm lucky to be around areas where I can get to nature pretty quickly. Yeah. I feel like that's harder for a lot of other communities around the world.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: If you're in like a dense city and you're like, man, tight living space, no one can be outside, can't do anything social, this really sucks. You know, it's, I mean, I think I wouldn't want to be living in a city right now this year. Is your cat an outdoor cat?
0: Or only um, only He's kind of an indoor outdoor. Like, I'll take him for walks and stuff, but I don't, oh, right. like, let him off-leash outside. I think most cats do enjoy being outdoors once they get past the fear element, if they're not used to it. Yeah. It's just not a good idea to let them off-leash, because you could lose them, and
1: mm-hmm. they could
0: get hurt, and it's just it's not worth the risk sometimes
1: too much have you um ever done like a hike or something where you're like that was painful and too much and you kind of just like wanted to get back but then afterwards when you get back you're like that was really awesome have you ever had that feeling
0: i mean i did a 14er
1: you did nice
0: yeah so that cool. was probably the closest i've gone to that
1: so like how did you feel when you did that both before during and after
0: um, I didn't get a lot of sleep the night before cause you have to, we had to get, get there pretty early, yeah. which means you'd wake up cause you have to start so early too to, um, finish before the thunderstorms and everything. I hadn't, I think I had done it maybe a month or two into being in Colorado, maybe a month and a half actually. Mm-hmm. And so it takes, I think three months for your lungs to adjust to the higher altitude.
1: Three months. I didn't know yeah. that.
0: It was, I think, with a lot of hikes here, it's always been more of, like, just breathing <laughs> than anything else. Um, right. Like, the rest of my body will be fine, but just not getting enough oxygen. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely, like, started feeling nauseated at some points. Thought I was going to puke at some points. Um, it's it's one of those things that you definitely have to prep for. Like, it's not, at least for me, I, I it's not something that I would do. Um, just on a whim, Mm -hmm. but the view at the top was really pretty. So, and then I can say I did it now.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I always find it interesting. Like I went on a backpacking trip or even like a long hike and you're like, oh man, this is so painful. And then at the end, you're just like, that was so cool. And we kind of omit the hard parts in our brains when we recall that memory and just remember the view or the, um, like the people you were with and the fun that you had, and you just kind of for some reason, on I would say anything more in nature, you kind of try to f- forget the bad, and it's it's rather than like in life in the office, it's like you're focusing maybe more on the bad than the good, you know, like it's kind of flipped if you're going on a painful hike and a painful work day, you would remember the hike in a much better light than a painful work day mm-hmm. and I just find that interesting. Um, how that brain works in that way? Because you probably remember like a bad day at work versus like a, that hike you just mentioned the 14 miler and you have very different perspectives on it. No. Have you ever gone? Like, how are the views of the stars there where you are?
0: And depends on where you are. There's this Instagram account I follow called Colorado stargazing. And Mm -hmm. they post a lot of different places where you can see the stars really well and like different cities or um, suburbs and little towns it's definitely
1: would you say light pollution is a problem where you are
0: mm, it depends i live pretty close to a like shopping complex and everything so like there's definitely more light and like more street lights and stuff here but i think if you kind of go towards the cul-de-sac area mm-hmm. you're just you're not going to see a whole lot of street lighting or anything gotcha Yeah, it's like very similar to Davis.
1: Um, I just went stargazing, speaking of it. Um, Recently, I drove out at like just after midnight till like 2.30 in the morning. I went on the... Then there was the uh, meteor shower. And so like every couple minutes or so, there'd be a, a decent meteor. And I think I saw the like the brightest one I've ever seen in my life just kind of I was I was like in the perfect spot for it and the challenge was blocking like light pollution and then the moonlight mm-hmm. and luckily I in the hills that I was in in the mountains the moon was blocked uh by the by the hilltops and so was most of the light pollution so it was kind of spooky cuz I was the only one who went it was just me <laughs> mm-hmm. and um some car like drove by and I had brought a bow staff. Cause I like, I like martial arts and uh, something to keep me busy. I can just like work on twirl, twirling and techniques uh, while I'm looking up. And then they're like, Hey, like, what are you doing? Like standing here with a staff? I'm like, Oh, I'm watching the meteor shower. They're like, Oh, can we join? I'm like, sure. And then, so <laughs> they pulled over, got out of the car. We walked in a little bit and then we actually all lied down and looked up, of course, keeping our distance and all that. But, um, It was just kind of a fun experience, I guess. I think looking at the stars is very different than I think than just like going on a hike kind of because, I don't know, some people get anxiety from this, but I kind of find it on it. But whenever I'm looking up like that, it's like you realize how small you are, which is probably where most people get their anxiety from. Um, But you also are like looking at light that, has is really old like it takes a long time for light that far away to reach earth and i find that to be cool number one two i find it that it's interesting how that was a method of navigation um, before gps right following the stars and three it's just kind of like you know it's amazing that we are living in a place that there is life in the universe at this complexity and it's, like, nice to be in this safe space and uh, universe that has sustained life for this long. And I just find that to be kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think, for me, it's, like, peaceful and everything. But, again, I don't have these, like, philosophical thoughts or anything when I'm in nature. I just kind mm-hmm. of be
1: um that, that's actually so just as good just being yeah. exactly what you said keep going That was awesome. no
0: that's all yeah
1: <laughs> oh man but that's so cool because like just be is like that is the, the essence of being present you know like if you're able to separate your conscious from thinking about your past and more your future if you're just like in the moment looking at the stars and you're like i am here now that's pretty pretty
0: cool So I think that's almost as cool as the philosophical stuff, you know? (laughs)